First off, worked on Space Jam. I was every day with LeBron James. He's my favorite basketball player. Um, in his camp. Shout out uh, Randy Mims, um, Chris, Mav, all them. Like, they come to set, you know, they, they, and, you know, they catch like us. It's just, you know, they doing great things. You, that, that, that's all it is. He's, you know, catching in Ohio, they list, um, the jacket used to go mess with and Pacino out there. That was dope. And the real, and because uh, Rich Paul was like, I was like, bro, you don't know nothing about mm -hmm. they Like, they really listen to it. So, so that was dope. But I guess the, the, the biggest, I say I went to the gold party. Um, um, Jay-Z throws every year after the Oscars. You're listening to Option Forward Podcast, a shared platform of independent thinkers and motivators. Join us as we capture the culture of leaders that are paving the way and sharing their inspirational stories. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to our show. We are Option Forward. I'm your boy, Drew. I'm always joined by the second half of the show, GQ Nesto. How are you doing today? What it do, what it do. I'm good. You feeling well? Hell yeah. Energized? Yeah. It's the glasses? Yeah. And the mustache? Yeah, you know what I mean? And ladies and gentlemen, today it's an honor, it's a pleasure. We have a very, very special guest. There's a saying that I hear sometimes of, of what's meant to be, will be. All right, we have someone today who is gonna speak with us, who is that will be. You know, he's defied all odds and he's making great strides in, in, in what I consider in this industry. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, no other ado, welcome to the show, Mr. D-Lo Lewis. How you doing today? Thank you, that was a hell of an introduction. <laughs> Say that, man. Say that. Thank you, man, glad you guys can have me, for real. For sure, man, how you doing, how you feeling? I feel good, I feel, um, I feel energized. I got I got a long day, so I, I got some rest last night, and I'm ready to rock and roll. Okay. What's the first thing you did this morning when you woke up? Uh, first thing I did, it, like actively, like outside of the house or, or in house. In house. Um, first thing I do is get up on the side of the bed, and I kind of like, not, I, I won't say it's a prayer. It's more like a give thanks. And I, sometimes you be like, oh, I want to go back to bed, but then I realize, you know, it's a, that was another catch that would want to be in my position. Let's get let's get it. For sure. Do you uh do you do like the affirmations or anything like that? Um, like I am the next Denzel. No, 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 <laughs> not, not even. Nah, um, I don't do affirmations. You, you, you know what? What is great? Just motivation for me is I use I use um, like, social media. Like I scroll through. Like I have like saved posts that. Okay. It's a bunch of affirmations, a bunch of positive things. Um, I usually use that. I don't. I don't really do the affirmations on my own. Really. Like I got a whiteboard that I'll put something up there that'll remind me. Kind of. Okay. But other than that, I, I'll be keep it simple. Yeah, keep it real simple. For sure. Well, for those who don't know, I mean, I know who you are and what you do. Um, who is D'Lo Lewis? Um, I'm Pebble Sun. <laughs> nah, <laughs> uh, I'm a, um, as of right now, I'm a creative exec at Proximity Media. I'm on the TV side, but I'm also a director, writer, producer. Um, you know, that's just enjoying life right now. Okay. And you grew up, you're from the Bay, right? Bay Area in the building? Yes, I'm from the Bay Area, Richmond, California, oh, to be shit. exact. South side. For sure. <laughs> that's what's up, that's what's up. How was your, um, what would you say your experience, like, was like growing up in the Bay, you know, versus those those teachable moments, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think your experience out there, obviously it had a lot of who you are today. Mm -hmm. So what, what, what kind of memories out, positive memories from that, those days like stand out to you um positive memories um i mean i i, I, I want to say like in my eyes i had a normal childhood like i went outside played with my friends went to school i wasn't just the baddest kid i did run with bad kids though <laughs> so it was like um i always was self-aware i knew better like i knew when we were doing something we weren't supposed to be doing and my mama used to always remind me of that she'd be like you know better and um i was raised by majority of women like my mom, my auntie, my grandma, and I was, you know, blessed to have my great grandma around, and I stayed with her a lot. So um, I soaked up a lot of game from from a, 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 a triple OG, and um, a lot of that sticks with me today. So, so I, I would say, just the lessons from her are just just so relevant right now to me. Even just the fact of she used to tell me never, never uh, have nobody waiting on you. Like always be on time. I'm telling you, she used to have me at like practice in uh, Pop Warner like 30, 40 minutes ahead. We'd just be sitting there waiting, and that kind of stuck with me. So my anxiety kick in when I'm like late somewhere. Oh, I'll be losing my mind. For sure. Wow. 
why why you was here on time today. Right? Oh yeah, I mean, that explains that. <laughs> I was because I was like, yo, hey, uh, I was like, hey, shoot him a text, and you know what I'm saying, just to make sure he's good. And he was like, yo, he already here. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's dope, man. I think uh, it shows it shows who you are as a person and respect to whatever else is going on in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like if you yeah. if you're showing up late and somebody like prepared this wonderful yeah. you know presentation for you. And it kind of, you know, it's disrespectful. But not, but you good though, because you was on time today. Bro. But, but also, you you kind of want to. Um, this is an old golden rule: treat people people how you want to be treated. Because you know, the next time around, it might be a situation where I need you, and you know, that's right. that's kind of how I look at things. Like, nah, that dude was late. Man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> people think about yeah. those things. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's real. Okay, uh, I I came across you um, by listening to um, your podcast on proximity uh, media and. Uh, I know you go into the story because I told you I didn't want to focus on that while you were here, mm -hmm. but you had to sit down for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that that stood out to me is you mentioned that while you were sitting down, taking that knee, you was uh, re researching and reading and educating yourself and you began to understand the stock market and things like that. Um, how important was it, you know, for you to develop an understanding of things that maybe you didn't have time or the attention to necessarily do when you was out? Um. Well, well, to be honest with you, it, it came from a um. I won't. I won't say a place of boredom, or I just didn't have nothing to do. But it it it, it all started like maybe two years in, when I when I when I actually took accountability. You know, meaning like um, like the first couple of years, I was just wilding outside on the yard with my partners. You know, losing time doing you know just normal prison stuff or whatever. And um, I'm from Richmond, so I belong to a group that they're pretty active. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, it was that point of like, I, I had to realize I didn't have life. I wasn't going to be here forever. Like, and OGs would really tell you that. I'd be like, you're just passing through. I'm going to be here. Like, you need to focus on what you're going to do when you get out. And um, having several of those conversations, shout out to, to my OGs, where they're like, you need to figure something out. Like, if, unless this is what you want to do. And I ain't going to lie. I feel like I was too fly for that shit. So it was like, I got, I got to figure something out. So it, it, you go through phases. You know, like you go through phases of, uh, okay, I'm gonna do this, and you get excited about that. But then you realize, like, like even with the stock market, I, I was taking classes, reading every book I can get my hand on, summarizing books, the whole thing. But how much trading could I really do, you know, in prison? You know, I know a cat that was doing it, which is why I won't get into all that. But, but, um, because he, he showed me, and I was, it, it was crazy. But I, I wasn't, you know, privileged as he was to, to take advantage of that. But it's, it, it gets frustrating too because you can't. You can't really do what you really want to do. So I was like, okay, what's the next phase? Um, real estate. And I just read every book I could on real estate. But how much, you know, how, what, what kind of house can you buy from in here unless you got somebody, you know, doing your thing on the outside? And then it went to like franchise. And it, it was just a bunch of tools that I kind of like felt like I was just stuffing in my toolbox. And, um, but, but it's at the end of the day, it's frustrating because you can't act on it. But then you have to take accountability the reason why you can't act on it because you got yourself this x amount of time in here so so your best bet is just to keep sharpening that, those tools and, and, and keep going you know what i'm saying for sure and you're big on that uh nesto gq nesto always talks about like taking accountability man like you want to well yeah man like shit man it's honestly i i I'm just hearing you talk like i get the the chills of it because i'm, I'm native myself you know i'm yeah. a barrier native Oakland 73rd that's what's you know up what I mean? <laughs> so like you know I, I you know I, I was having a conversation with him like uh, a while back about you know they did that documentary uh, uh, East 14 right yeah. and um, I, I don't know did, did, yeah, did, you, did you watch it yeah yeah, yeah. so so like I was telling him like I mean I, I sounded kind of a little corny and everything but but I was just like man like like that shit hit you yeah. know what I mean that's like that film like it touched certain points that I don't think like a lot of people understand being from the Bay Area, yeah. like it, it's 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 a whole different culture, right? Yeah. And and um, you're against all the odds, you know. And just being able to overcome them, it takes it, you know it takes a village, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you can't do it on your own. So it it, it just you know it, it's pretty uh, inspiring. You you know talk about you know how you know you you overcome you know coming from the Bay and and uh, you know just basically doing what you do you know and yeah. like i think it, it like put it put it to you this way like we all need water right to survive yeah. right um and 
that's what you know kind of keeps us alive right and and the same thing with the mindset right mm -hmm. like you got to guard your mind you know you got to you got to basically be able to kind of put some sort of boundaries of what's coming in and what's coming out obviously you want to be able to progress and have that information come in and learn from your mistakes because mm -hmm. those mistakes are the ones that make you you know it, it, they elevate you if you approach it the correct way so like in the bay area you're you're basically it's the system is is basically made for you to fail so like yeah. what is something that you guarding your 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 mind from getting this information what is what is some one of the the challenges that kind of helped you elevate and and see the bigger picture versus you know being part of the you know being part of the broken system you know what i mean um, well, you talking about why I was in, in, incarcerated? It, 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 both, you well, know what I mean? In and out, because what what really is the difference? It's, it's, it's a struggle either way, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, I mean, before I, before I went to the pen, I was wild. So it was like, you know, I was like Grand Theft Auto. I was like, I want it all. I'm, I'm out here. I got, I, I, like, not, I wasn't always a tough guy, but I was always willing to go the furthest or willing to take it to wherever you was willing to take it. And, and that, that's kind of like a gift and a curse. Because it's in a sense it's a, a self-destructive, you know, trait. But like in prison, though, one thing I say it takes a village. Like I, it starts with you, but you gotta understand it's a it was a it was a hundred cats in there that that used to be like, hey, ain't you supposed to be in school? Because I, I would start taking classes. They'd be like, I'll be like, I'm on my way right now. I'm on my way. Or why you ain't in school? Like people really, you know, hold you accountable for what they see you trying to do. So not only was it a challenge to keep that up. But also, it was a village that helped me out, you know. So it, it wasn't like I was doing it all by myself. It was um, it was cats that was taking classes with me, cold-blooded murders. You know what I'm saying? We in there having study groups in the day room. Um, we might be on bullshit uh, like earlier, but hey, we gotta get to class today. We got to take this final. We gotta study for this. Like like um, because people always assume it's just like we just in there animals. Now now we living in there. It's just that's our world at the time. So so you gotta you know. Take, take advantage of it and make, make the best space that you can for who you mess with and who you love and who you care about in there. And um, I think I think it's the, the challenge is forgetting about, not necessarily forgetting, but not not um holding yourself like hostage to what you were. You know what I'm saying? You might have done all this. You might have been all that outside to somebody else, but like you got the opportunity right now to change it like today, like right now taking this one class, this one homework assignment, um, not going to do some dumb shit today, but instead, you know, going to work out or something like that. But that's that accountability, you know, holding yourself, you know, to a higher standard. But I mean, speaking of that, like you say, like how was, cause you know, at times, like it, it doesn't necessarily have to go to that stand where you have to go somewhere where your freedom is taken away. But I think uh, some people or most people struggle with forgiving themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, is that was it easy for you to get to that point to where you were like yo like my past was my past but now you know god is giving me an opportunity to, to just change it but it doesn't like haunt you sometimes like like dang man i was that dude but i'm not him today you're you talking about like like present day present like day. now yeah um i'm in and out of it like, like sometimes I can I can handle it. Sometimes it, it's tough because, I mean, you see what you could be doing, which obviously is to jeopardize your freedom. And you see what, and and I don't care what nobody say. Everybody like, hey, don't pay attention to what nobody else got. It's not about what they got. It's about you what you know you can do to get it. You know what I'm saying? And what you can have. And and um and it's not a jealousy thing. Everybody's not getting jealous because right. they look at what somebody got. Because more right. more so, it's inspiring. Like if I see you doing great, I'm like, oh, I can do that too. Yeah. But what you're doing is is not it's it's not productive for what I'm trying to do. So so I'm like I said, I'm in and out. Um, I just like I said, I'm self-aware. So I, I'm always like, all right, you know what? Happy for blood. You feel me? He, he, he doing his thing. I'm over here, and it's kind of like staying in your lane type thing, you know. So yeah, I'm, I I I realize it. I see it. I. I I know what I used to be, and I don't think you, as as a as a um, at your core, I don't think you change too much. And like everybody used to ask me, they'd be like, "You think you, all that time changed you?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm still the same person. I still I still like money. I still <laughs> like women. I still like having a good time. But I just don't go go um 
I don't I don't go about it the same way, you know. Sure. You, you you pick a different way to go about those things, or, or or not even dealing with a bunch of women, or you know actually trying to find something that makes a lot of money that you can do legally. You know what I'm saying? Easier said than done, but but in the simpler terms, that that's what I mean. Like redirecting your energy. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So, I got some. I got some. Like um, I think I mean and th this is something I just basically just ran into the other day and then like i was just like man this is like it was impactful but like there's basically six components right that you need in life right mm -hmm. one of them is certain certainty right mm -hmm. being certain about stuff right yeah. you also need the uncertain right uh significance love growth contribution mm -hmm. which one would you choose and in what order Ooh. Say it again. So you got certainty, mm -hmm. uncertainty, significance, love, growth, and contribution. Man. And these are the things you need in life? Yeah. yeah. You need, and you're telling me to pick pick one? Or, or pick, pick them, them in order. order? Like, how, how would you? Let me, see. Let me see. Uh, Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. That's... Love off top, unconditional love. Um, that's a, it's a great question, bro. Um, love, certainty, growth, contribution, and uncertainty. And what's what is it? What's the slash on the uncertainty? Is is uh right. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Um. I would think that's the, the the lowest on the totem pole because I mean as a, as a as a black man in America I need to be in control not necessarily in control but I need to know where the hell I'm going you know what I'm saying I can deal with the uncertainty of the the thing that I that I'm um the thing that I'm putting my energy towards right. like you know I don't know if this movie is going to be a hit I don't know if this job that I'm taking I'm is going to take me where I need to go but I'm I'm going to take this job I am going to make this movie you know what I'm saying so I think I think it's in that order Dope. Dope. That's dope. Good job, man. You're doing good, man. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, okay, so D-Lo. Mm-hmm. Hustler. You know what I'm saying? Outside, getting his thing. Sits down, takes a knee. Mm -hmm. Comes out. Now you align with proximity. Mm-hmm. What was that process? I know you, you spoke about it, but... Yeah. Stepping outside from day one to where you are today how did that even come about how does that even happen um i mean so you know my um one of my closest friends ryan kugler who who founded proximity one of the founders of proximity with um with his wife zinzi kugler and um sev ohanian um it that 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 process started while i was in because bro used to ask me like which what, what you want to do when you get out that's the, like the famous question for everybody and you know you, you can have a plan till life punch you in the face. You know what I'm saying? And I was, like I said, I'm super self-aware. I was like, bro, I don't know yet. Like, I really don't know. I, I'm i just trying to get through this last little couple years, you know, this groundhog day. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but I think he kept in mind that, that because he asked me, he was like, you think you want to, you know, jump into this industry? I'm like, I, I don't know, bro. Like, because I... Cause I I don't know nothing about it, but that's that uncertainty he was talking about too. Um, it's there. It's gonna be constantly there. Uh, I what I didn't I didn't we didn't sweat it. He didn't sweat me. Um, nobody really gave me a hard time besides myself about what I'm gonna do when I get out. So when I finally did come home, I'm gonna keep it a buck, bro. I came home with a few dollars because I went to fire camp and um, I saved up money because the money people were sending me, I didn't have no drug habits or spend. I only spent money on food, tattoos. And um, like alcohol here and there. That's it. So, so I had money when I came home. Um, had a spot to stay. Um, shout out my partner D Money. Um, my cousin Kenny. They they had me a, a apartment ready to go. So I the foundation, which is super 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 important. I do want to mention that for cats coming home, whether it's a couch, just a roof over their head, somewhere where they can you know get their mind together to you know take the next step. But I was blessed, obviously, with folks around me and you know with the, with the uh, with the mindset of hold on. I have to have some stuff when I get out. You know what I'm saying? Just period. So when I came home, I remember um, everybody was happy. Um, 
like for a day and all of a sudden everybody left and went out of town so i was stuck with my partner hunt you can use my car so i had a spot a car and i was like all right i need to go um it was certain little things you got to do when you get out you know get your social security card things like that so i was doing that but uh what i realized i was like hey they ride that you can ride around and deliver food and they was like yeah i was like mm -hmm. I was like, I used to ride around and sell drugs all day. I can do this easy. <laughs> I was like, it ain't going to bother you. So that was like my first step. I was like, okay, boom, I'm making a few dollars. And I, I shit you not, I used to ride around for like 12 hours for $100. I swear to God on my mama, my partner Mickey, um, he in Africa right now, he in Ethiopia. He used to stay on the phone with me the whole time. Because I'd be delivering alcohol, I'd be delivering food to crazy people. And it, I, I should write something about this, but that, that shit used to be wild. But that was like something that was a stepping stone. And obviously, bro, me, we, we kept in touch, but we never really talked about me coming on to be, um, um, which I would be his assistant. It was about, it was about, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple months. He was like, like we talked about me being his assistant because his younger brother, um, Kenny Cougar, shout out Kato, um, was, was, um, was starting to write. And so obviously he was going, you know, leave his desk and he was like, would you, would you want to, you know, be my assistant? And I was like, hell no. Nah. I'm not about to go get your coffee. <laughs> like I'm older than you. Um, but, but, um, but me, me, um, just taking it, you know, one step at a time, having time to think about that, that decision, because I was going like, I'm, I'm, I'm hustling every day. I'm doing DoorDash, Uber Eats, whatever. And, uh, and I, I would just be between deliveries. I'm just thinking, I'm looking stuff up, Google. I'm really, you know, really every time I'm sitting down, getting a chance, I'm figuring out what the next step is or, you know, what direction I'm about to take this. And what, what, it, what happened was I just made an executive decision one day. I was like, you know what, who better to be under than Ryan Coogler? You know what I'm saying? Cause I, you gotta understand when I was in the pen, I didn't really know the magnitude of who he was out here in the world. I mean, I knew he made movies or whatever. He, when he was making Creed, he was like, yeah, I'm making this little boxing movie. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, I need some money for us though. Yeah, <laughs> so, so it was, it was, uh, it, it was, um, it was, it was just one day I was like, you know what? All right, I'm gonna do it. I don't know shit about being an assistant. I don't know nothing about, um, the movie industry. I don't know a thing besides how to watch them, you know? Um, and it was, it, it, it was crazy because I just didn't have any experience and that's that uncertainty again, but, um, but it was growth also. Um, and, 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 and love for my partner to give me the opportunity to do it. Cause I, cause I know he like, I, I know he in the back of his mind, he was like, oh, here we go again. Cause I don't think his brother had any experience neither, but Kenan, he came out a dog. So what I did was call Kenan and ask him a million questions. Like as an assistant, what do you do? Um, like started the day to the end of the day and um he kind of just gave me the game you know and i just took it and ran with it that's contribution Contri contribution yeah contribution. that's what i'm saying so yeah. so yeah that, that that was how that started in like i want to say january 2019 okay yeah that's when i started on space jam so coming out stunt like stunt and i ain't even a light stunt space jam make sure y'all catch that <laughs> <All right. laughs> but no but like coming out and, and being ryan's assistant and mm -hmm. being new to the industry, uh, how important was that observation factor? Like, I can give you, I can give you an Excel document, Word document, or whatever. That, hey, man, like on, at at six o'clock, zero six in the morning, I'm normally doing yeah. this and doing that. But actually, implementation is different. So the implementation, I would say, comes from all right. Let me observe what somebody else do or how how mm -hmm. to conduct myself. So how important was that for you and your role? All right. So I'm gonna tell you like this. Um, off top, pulling on the Warner Brothers lot in awe. Like it look, the, the lot looks like a movie set. Like you know what I'm saying. Like people go, like say if you driving down the driveway and there's people carrying ladders, people carrying stuff this way. It, it was really like that. So I'm like, I'm blown away off top. So what I did, my partner Desi guy goes. He was an assistant at the time. He was several hundred assistant. Um, I watched him closely. I seen how he moved. I seen how he react. I seen what he took care of. I seen, you know, everything he did as an assistant. And I just, you know, kind of copied what he did. And then when, when, um, when production started, um, that was when I, I went in like, um, bro, me and him had a talk and he was like, I need you to get in there. Cause I'm gonna be here, be real during Space Jam. He was in and out. He was a producer. So I, I, I was there on the ground the whole time. And he was like, I need you to get in there. And I didn't understand what, what he meant by get in there. He was like, get in there. He was like, get in there. You got the green light to go wherever you want to on that set and ask any question. He shouldn't have told me that. 
<laughs> Man, I tell you, I, I I literally ask every question you could possibly ask on that set. Every question. I'm talking about, I'm in Producer's Village. Hey, what's that? What's that? What's that? So what he do? What he, like, that just became my daily thing. And it and it got so, it got around set to where it's, when I come on set one day, Everybody they be like, D-Lo, hey, come here. Look at this. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah. So I'm talking about from the DP, uh, camera department. Um, director, you know, I was in there. I just, I just asked a million questions. I mean, you know, some things I held on to, some things I remember, some things I couldn't. But um, just it was all super new and interesting. So that, that kind of like that was, that was um my superpower that I didn't know shit. Hmm. Okay. Now speaking of that, walking on the studio, you know, we know stunting on them, Space Jam. I, I mean, that's not yeah, a stunt. That, that's, that's a just, stunt. That's, that's a stunt, happened. man. Just Come what on, happened. bro. Come on. It was, it's perfect timing. I'll tell you that. Look what God did, bro. That's a yeah. stunt, bro. Okay. God did. You know? Yeah. So we got Space Jam. Yeah. We got Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm -hmm. We got uh, Black Panther. We got Creed. Yeah. All of those projects that you were involved with, um, which one did you think you learned the most about yourself? It's a hell of a question. Um. Well, I, I'll say this. I can't cancel out none of those projects because they all played a significant role of, of the trajectory of my so-called career in this industry because at every different point in time, I was in a different space and I, and I figured out what I didn't know at each project. You know what I'm saying? So like like Space Jam, I didn't know I didn't know Jack. So I had to figure out the basics of of, of a movie set, the basics of how things function. Judas and the Black Messiah, it 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 was another space I had to navigate. I ended up becoming like when we went out there, Ryan produced, he was out there and he left. And he was like, All right, I'm gonna leave you out here. I'm like, leave me where, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you don't leave me in Cleveland. Um, so he did, but the thing what happened is I got close with Chairman, um, Chairman Fred Hampton Jr. And we just kind of hit it off because, you know, our backgrounds, whatever. And I became like the liaison between him and Shaka King. And all I did, uh, my job was basically to go through the script with Chairman and then go to Shaka with the notes. And, and Shaka would tell me what, what, what he can't do, what he can't do. And, and I had to go back to Chairman. So I was doing going back and forth. And he's, he's too big personnel. I got the director of the movie and the person who they're making the movie of their father. I'm going back and forth between them. And shout out Desi and Seb too, because man, it, we had, I'm talking about meeting after meeting of, you know, trying to navigate this space and make sure we make this 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 amazing picture. And then when um Wakanda Forever came, you know, it was a super surreal moment because I was locked up on the first one. And you, I mean, you mean the film 800 million gross? 800 million? <laughs> you just you just casually just throwing that no, out there? But, but the thing was... <laughs> 800 mil? No, uh, it, 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 did, it did nice. It did great. Yeah, the, yeah. the first one I wasn't a part of did a B, so it was What's like... Up? But I used to call in and like... Um, Ryan and King used to be busy. They'll just pass the phone around. So I'll be talking to everybody on set. And um, the thing was, when the second one came around and I was able to work on it, it was just like, it, and people already knew who I was. It was like, D-Lo, it was cats walking over. You don't remember we talked on the other? I'm like, oh, our, yeah. like, it, that was probably the craziest thing of people, more people knowing you than you would know them, but you would know them by voice. Okay. And... And like that, that was just special. And I got to work side by side with my, you know, my best friend. Sure. That, that was dope. Um, we couldn't stand each other. <laughs> hey, I remember we was riding one day and he looked over at me. He was like, man, I'm sick of you. I was like, I'm sick of you too. We just went to work. <laughs> but um, uh, I say Cree was, Cree was wild. Another, another space because I don't know people, whether people know it or not, that, that um, the storyline is inspired by me and, me and Ryan, um, our friendship with one cat, you know, going to become this great thing in, you know, entertainment. And then, and then, then Damian Anderson, you know, going to do some time and getting out. Obviously, we never boxed or fought or nothing like that, but it was just the way um, his brother Keenan Coogler and Zach Balin, co they co-wrote it, and that's kind of like the storyline they took, and they just ran with it and made it, you know, an amazing story. Um, shout out to those guys. But the role I played there was a cultural consultant. So it was me and Jonathan Majors. Um, also, Michael B. Jordan and Keenan and Zach, like, creating this character. You, you just chilling in the room with these guys. You know well, what I'm saying? I, like, giving them suggestions. Like, well, hey. well, I won't say giving them suggestions, but but more like it, it was a teamwork thing. Like, like, okay, we're trying to take this character there. What would happen to him if he was, he like, like when he's fresh out, basically? How would he feel? So I 
you know, give them what the emotions I felt, like what I was going through, what I was feeling, where my mind is at, and all that. And Jonathan Major just soaked it up. He was soaking shit up left and right. He's 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 so good in a, I so he's so great of an actor. It was things I wasn't putting down that he was picking up. I'm talking about mannerisms, meaning like like how I was standing, how I was walking, how how I talked with my hands, or how how I um just associated with people. And the big thing with me and him was space. Like in, in the pen, space is everything. Like like. It's certain spaces you can't go that will probably cause a riot if you did, and which is a security thing. So I explained that to him, and you can just tell he just just ate it up, bro. He was bro. So so I, I'll say a lot more of me would be in that that movie, you know. And so it was like I, I started off as a cultural consultant. I think towards the end of the movie they end up giving me associate producer credit. So I, I was super excited about That's that. Dope. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell it was at first. I was like, so what that mean? <laughs> I was there to work. You know, I wasn't tripping, but, but, um, I mean, you know, there's a stepping stone, you know, learning experience, stepping stone. But like I said, all of those experiences got me there. So I can't really single one out because it was all so, it was so big to me. So do you think that that working on that film was the most challenging, like, uh, pre-production, the pre-production phase, setting everything up before you hit the ground running? actually storing going to film um with all the research and I, I, I say I say this so so and, and I can't be selfish and the reason why I say this is because the prep for Wakanda forever was on another level and then with Chadwick Boseman's passing I, it, it was it was gut-riching you know what I'm saying so it was I'm watching all these people deal with his death that like I wasn't there on the first one, so I wasn't. I've met him before. I've talked to him plenty of times, but I, I didn't. I didn't work with him, and I can see how his death affected everybody on set that did work on the first one. That was tough to watch. Watch my bro deal with that and actually, like, come back and create another story without him. That that was, that was that was, that was tough. Like I said, I'm getting chills right now thinking about it because I remember the day it happened. I remember how it happened. I remember they they went to go visit his gravesite before they start shooting. And I kind of felt like out of place going with him. I actually stayed back. He, he was like, you come? I'm like, nah, bro, I, 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 I'm gonna sit this one out. And he understood, like, you know, you don't you don't wanna, I'm not, not I won't say make people feel uncomfortable, but I just don't wanna overstep my, my boundaries. You know what I'm saying? It's a space thing. I'll let y'all, y'all deal with that. I'm total, I mean, I support y'all a thousand percent. Cause when y'all come back, I know what, what y'all about to deal with. So that, that, that was tough, but the prep for 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 Creed 3 I, I was unpacking shit meaning like I was seeing Jonathan Majors do things on screen I was like damn I look like that <laughs> like you know you 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 had this prison stint on you that you don't know you have because I used to my partner uh Tay uh shout out Tay I was like but you walk like a prison cat he was like you walk like a prison cat I'm like nah I walk like a player right but um yeah you don't you don't know you pick up those characteristics tell somebody else see you and you go out in this real world people don't walk with their chest out like that people don't walk with a bunch of bravado you know what I'm saying whether if it's a defense mechanism or it's actually you um you're around people that don't do that and and when somebody else sees you do that and how Jonathan picked it up you know it, it, it's amazing to see but it's also like it's kind of kind of like okay maybe i need a little therapy <laughs> yeah, yeah. but sure. what what is it what is it that that um what is it that like what helped you like like be able to be mentally in shape to overcome mm. all the bullshit <clears throat> um you might have to bleep this out but just saying fuck it let's go you know what i'm saying like i, I, I like I've been doing that since I was a kid. I got this thing where, you know, let's say you're going to do something crazy and you get the butterflies. I don't care how tough you is, you get butterflies. Right. Like, unless you just batshit crazy yeah. or something. Um, I always, like I said, I knew what I was doing. I'd get these butterflies, but I also had this fuck it in me. Like, once I, fuck it, I'm on. It's time to go. Like, and I, I've been using that for years. And, like, even even with, you know, coming on podcasts or whatever, you know, I don't care. I, I get nervous all the time. Like, I, I get anxiety, I'll say that. Um, but I also treat it like excitement. It's kind of like the same thing. When you get excited, your palms get sweaty. When you get excited, you get nervous. So, so I kind of say, oh, no, I'm just juiced. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. So it's kind of like me giving myself that pep talk of like, come on, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's rock. Like, like I know I don't know it, but I'm going to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? What's the worst that can happen? Somebody be like, hey, you got it wrong, and then tell me how to do it. Then I get it right. You know, so that's 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 how I kind of deal with a, with a lot of stuff. So my 
man. So what you just saying, it kind of like, I don't know if it actually, it's probably the same mentality. Like, cause I'm pretty sure at times you sit on your couch and you think about what you've accomplished in such a short amount of time. And it's not even that it's undeserving because wherever you're supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you are, you know what I'm saying? I, I strongly believe in that. But like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of like closed door meetings and you have you know, the privy to attend those meetings and you're mm-hmm. sitting in there and you're just like, dang, well, I didn't go the traditional route that most people in this room yeah. did. Like, I don't belong here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, how do you, how do you get over that? First, you acknowledge it, I think now. Like, cause I've, I've, I've been dealing with that for sure. I, I think you acknowledge it first. And then, then I also tell your village, cause there's a lot of people who tell you, hell, like you just said, yeah, you deserve it. You're supposed to be there. I mean, you know, hey, Things didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen, but you at where you at because of who you are and what you've been through and what you're dealing with, like how you handling things now. Um, it's I, I don't got no, I don't have a perfect like solution to 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 overcome that because I think you 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 have to deal with that. But I think everybody does, you know, like just some 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 things are way more serious than others, yeah. you know, but. I, I don't think I'm ever not gonna think that, but I also think that's like fuel for the fire. You Does know? Does it ever get gangster in there though? As far like, as like, like in the what, movie, like, like, like physical? Talk, yeah, or not even business, like man, like, 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 like some, a conversation that you think would be had out on the streets, but we have in this, in this luxurious I, boardroom. I, like, dang, I didn't even know they went that far. I, I'll tell you this, things can get super like passive aggressive, but no, nobody gets super. I've, I've I've never been around with anybody got just super out of control. I, I like just where where um where people gotta hold each other back almost. No, I haven't. That's that's the movies, man. Some Shug Knights. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's, 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 no, no, that's 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 the movies, man. Nah, people people voice their opinion. They say how they feel. I've 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 heard somebody just sternly talk to somebody about what they what they think, what they believe, and what they think should happen. But um. Most of the time, you know, things are ha- handled diplomatically. Yeah. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Uh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen nobody get up and just storm yeah. out of a room or not. It's, it's, it doesn't get crazy like that because you got you got personalities, but you also got these professional people that deal with millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars, and all. At, at the end of the day, everybody wants the same thing to make something great. It's like some Jay Z shit. Like we're we're making money. Like fuck whatever. The yeah. Fuck well, it's not even it's not even people saying, oh, we making money. Listen, no, it's you gotta think. I'm dealing with creators. They like to create and they like to create great shit. That's the point. The money gets taken care of by the producers, the studios, and all that. The creators, they're trying to create something memorable, something that's everlasting, something that people's kids, kids, kids will watch or or get to experience later and get that same feeling that they had. So. It's, it's, I think it's a passion thing the more than anything. The art part of it. Yeah, right? yeah. So I, I've been in the rooms, and of course I've been in the rooms where people discussing money. You know, that was that's dope to me. I was like, ooh, we over budget how much? God damn. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's 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 dope to just like you said to be able to experience all that because I never thought I would be. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I love I love how passionate people are about what they do. Okay. And let's lighten it up a little bit, man. You 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 come out, you know what I'm saying? You get the role of a lifetime or, or, or with the because of the, your association, your friendship with mm-hmm. Ryan. So let's talk about that 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 luxury lifestyle. Not necessarily what he do, but like you going to your first party, your industry party. Like how was that? You ever been to a party like that? Like your your nightlife experience, like being out here. Rubbing you, shoulders with Canelo you know what I'm and saying? shit. Yeah. Oh man. You know? Um what I'm trying to think. The, the first Hallie walking by you, you know, like hey, sexy. Nah, know who I am. Okay, so so first off, worked on Space Jam. I was every day with LeBron James. He's my favorite basketball player. Um, in his camp, shout out uh, Randy Mims, um, Chris, Mav, all them. Like they come to set, you know, they, they, and you know they catch like us. It's just you know they doing great things. That, that that's all it is. Um, that, that was dope. That was just amazing to see how down to earth they were, you know, just how regular they were. They they listen to Bay music. They, they it's, it's crazy because you know, Cats in Ohio. They listen. Um, the jacket used to go mess with Ampacino out there. That was dope. And the real and because uh, Rich Paul was like, 
I'm like, bro, you don't know nothing about they re- like they really listen to it. So, so that was dope. But I guess the the, the biggest, I say I went to the gold party. Um, um, Jay Z throws every year after the Oscars. So, so, so what happened? How how this happened, bro? Bro, I think I don't know if that was bro first time, but he he went, and I had. So I gotta go back because this is how it happened. Come on, we went. Um, Ryan and Ho was talking about about me and how I'm coming out and, and how he should try to help me, you know, get situated. Um, Emery Jones, who is Ho's best friend, came out, right. did a wild story about that. I remember he got out. I was walking around the yard with two of my partners, and we was like, man, that's crazy. I wonder how his life would change when you come out and realize your, your best friend is like the biggest artist in the world. Fast forward, they felt it was good that me and Emery meet. And so I'm, I meet Emery, and, you know, we just chop it up about coming home. Um, the steps that you got to take for yourself. You know, it, OG just give me good game, man. Sure. That down to earth dude, you know, he didn't deal with it. He walked off 10. Shout out. Shout out to Emory Jones. Um, Vegas Jones. <laughs> he, um, so, so, uh, I was like, and then this is, this, this, this is not a stunt. I'm just telling you what happened. Okay. <laughs> Ho told Ryan, he was like, hey, tell D-Lo to, uh, come to the party. And, and, um, bro was like, hey, Ho said, uh, you should slide to the party. I'm like, me I'm like yeah for sure so I go get a tuxedo and all that and um so we we slide to this party and it wasn't a person that I did not want to meet there like it was just I'm just getting introduced to everybody like it was I'm talking about you name it I'm not even gonna just drop names you name it they was there the the, the, the I say the craziest thing to me was I remember I bagged up and stepped on somebody's foot and I looked back and it was Jeff Bezos. I was like, he was like, oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'm like, I apologize. And Ryan Tapp, he's like, you know, you just, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was crazy. But, but that just goes to show you was, it was, it was a room full of people that were very successful, um, that take their jobs very seriously and, and they not playing around. So I felt like, you know, that energy kind of, you want to take that and rub it off on yourself. Like, Hey, I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna be serious about it, you know, cause I'm already standing with them, you know? Um, and it's not, not necessarily a competition. It's more like, we just trying yeah, to be great. Like you said, it's not yeah. even about a jealousy. Nah, it's, it's just like, trying it's to be like great. Motivation. Like, trying to be yo, great. Like, yeah. They can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Like, trying to be great. What's possible. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Speaking of, I, I, you're a creative, man. We ain't even highlighting on that. We're going to touch oh, on yeah. that. Man. You're creative yourself. Yeah. Uh, you got a project um, yeah. entitled Shoebox, correct? Yes. All right, let's 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 talk about that, man. Tell, what, what is Shoebox? Well, Shoebox, Shoebox is a short film that I um, that I, that I I wrote, directed, and also shot like 95% of it already. Um, it's a story about a young dude. It's a coming-to-age story about... It's two parts. It's about a young dude who suffers abuse from different spaces of life. I'm talking about outside, friends, pops, whatever. And ultimately he has to make a decision. Um, he, he can't take it anymore. And he goes to get a gun and he has to make a decision if he's going to shoot this person that did something to him or not. And when we get to that point, we're splitting the two realities where we show if he did pull the trigger and if he didn't pull the trigger. Okay. Um, I write from experience, not saying that everything about the movie is mine, but I've been on both sides of of this mirror, if you want to say, because in the movie I play, I play with mirrors. Where when I was in prison, like you look in this mirror and you get stripped down from, from to your core. Like you know what you did, you know what you didn't do, you know how tough you are, you know how tough you're not, you know what you did in certain situations that other people won't know about. This mirror, you can't lie to this mirror. Even even some people do, and I, sometimes you have to lie to yourself. <laughs> but but for for this purpose, it was like this this character I created. He can't lie to himself he knows what's going on so on the other side of that mirror is when he doesn't pull the trigger and he knows that he could have and he know where he can be and those two two realities kind of meet each other like and this person knows that he could be free if he didn't pull the trigger and this person knows that he could be in jail for life if he if he did so i'll kind of play with that 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 split screen aspect for sure yeah. So where, when we, when, when is gonna touch the silver screen, man? Will we? I'm, I mean, what's the process? Where yeah. we at? So, so, what's what's crazy is like I've seen, seen bro Ryan like go through his process on like a, a humongous level. You know what I'm saying? And it felt like it felt felt familiar. It felt like deja vu, and not in the sense of of 
me being in his shoes, but actually, because I used to be right there with him when he'd go through these scouts and, and people asking him a million questions. Now all of a sudden people asking me these questions about what I need and what I want and how I want this to look. And it was, it was exciting because I was like, oh, my time. <laughs> okay, it's on yeah. me now. It's on me. Yeah. Um, and and I learned a lot more from watching him than than actually. Yeah, I asked a million questions, but I learned a lot more of watching how he moved, how he, how he treats his 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 cast, how he treats his crew. And it ain't a person on this earth or a person that's done a project with him that'll say something crazy about him because he treats people like he wants to be treated. He's a stand-up dude, and you know, it, it's it's like. You, you're not looking to leave bad taste in people's mouth because that means they're not going to mess with you or that, that the word travels where you're trying to get something to work with somebody and they was like, oh, no, nah, I, ain't, I ain't trying to do that. So so um, I came up I came up under him with that. So I kind of carried that to my project and that process was like, I, I mean, I, this is my first one and I loved it. So I can only imagine once I get a hold of, of, of actually knowing, because <laughs> in my mind, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing, but but... I feel like if I get a grasp on something, like my my third project, my fourth project, and I'm coming in there, oh yeah, yeah, this, that, and I'm directing traffic like it ain't nothing. I think, I think I can be able to be like, okay, yeah, I think I'm falling in love with this. I gotta ask you something like, what is one what is one book that helped you through this process? <clears throat> through through which process? Like life, period. Like life, like. Ooh, man, I've been to I've been to the pen. Yeah, I didn't read a thousand pretty, books, I'm, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure you. I didn't. Read I didn't read. I didn't read. I didn't read a million. But books. which one hit? Like, this is this it, is some that that it, basically helped you shape your decisions. It, it, I can't narrow it down because all the buyer for your Malcolm X, that that changes your mind about who you are and, and, and what you are and how you carry yourself, and <clears throat> um, was it Outliers? Malcolm Gladwell get you 10,000 hours you know what I'm saying like that 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 rang home like you know what I'm saying like get you get your work in like like you ain't like I, I say this and I heard somebody else say it because I kind of got it from it was like you ain't gotta you ain't gotta be great when you start but you gotta start to be great like you feel me and a lot of people have a problem just taking that first step so so um uh, that 10,000 hours meant, meant a lot. I don't know if you can count them, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, get it in and don't look up. You know what I'm saying? Just keep going, keep going. Um, what's another book? Um, I'm just giving you one more if I can think of yeah. that. But I read so many books. Like, like, I still read today. Like, I'm reading what I'm reading right now. I'm reading Jay Prince autobiography. Uh, Respect. Good. Yeah, it's starting it's, it's it's starting off cool. It's starting off cool. It's like I got I got to dig into it more before I just stamp it or something like that. Yeah. But um, just I like his mindset. You know, like he he always thought he was gonna be a boss. He always thought bigger than what what he was. You know what I'm saying? And if I feel like in some instances you should adopt that. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't don't. I guess I can stamp. Don't 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 limit your possibilities. Think big. Think big. Hey, that's that's straight up destiny right there. Think you know what I mean? Because I, I I'm, I'm a huge Jay Prince. Uh, For real? Yeah, rap a lot. You got I got Jay Z and then I got Jay, Jay Prince. Man. You know what I mean? And like, that's that's like that to me. It's like I feel like the way he his mindset is is just like. There's no room for failure. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it's like it's what's gonna happen is what's gonna happen, and that's 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 some like boss shit. Like even though he might be go he might be going gangster on shit, but yeah. like respect. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's that's, that's the like, name of the book. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's those are values. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are like being a, a being your own man. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So I, I guess you I, I adopted the value. I mean, I've been adopted it, but what I'm saying is like. Like it's a thing about thinking small. Okay, I'ma just do this, or I'ma just uh, like, like, who's doing the greatest in this field that I'm doing? Everything else is irrelevant besides trying to get there and trying to get past it. You might fall and slip here. You might not have the funds to get this done here. What can you do with what you got so you can make the next step to get there? You know what I'm saying? You're always looking to progress and and not be stagnant. So I, I feel like. A lot of people put that ceiling over their they head and, and then, you know, it kind of affects your mood. I mean, <clears throat> we all human. I understand it. But but like I said, I'm self-aware. I realize when I'm thinking like that. Okay, what's bigger than this? Or what's the next step? What's You know what I'm saying? Sure. 
I like this. Nah, but so, <laughs> so how are you dealing with like the outside pressure of you know what I'm saying? You people recognize you now. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. They don't. Like, the people don't recognize me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they, don't know, me. they like you know, or they hear you associated with someone, and you know you got little baddies coming up. You don't know what their intentions is. How do you filter through all the? all the nonsense of like yo you only talking to me because you think I can get you somewhere alright I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you this so somebody told me I'm not gonna say who somebody was like hey don't hit nothing on set I said well wait what you mean he was like don't do nothing on set with no woman on set um that's a, that's a sense of self control uh respect for yourself accountability all that because you don't want no mess going on where you're where you working at um, I kind of carried that everywhere after that, you know. Um, of course, I'm, I'm a dude. I got I, I, I see women that are beautiful that, that that I like, but I feel like I got a greater goal. You know what I'm saying? So it's, mm-hmm. I always got to say it's something, it's something bigger. You know what I'm saying? Because if I, because the thing is, you choose her, it's gonna be another battle. Now you, it, like I, I rather just hold <laughs> off and tell it. Is it's always gonna be another battle, bro? It's always gonna be another battle. And I promise you, I promise you, because and I, if somebody told me that. I didn't believe until I seen it because I'm going from, you know, project to project. I'm like, yeah, he was right. And and I followed that rule about not doing it um, while we're working or whatever, while, while this production is going on. And it, it just plays better for you. So you, you know? just wait till it's over. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. Um, nah, you just try to, you try to, if it's over, you try to get out of town. That's what you got. That's what you got to do. It's time to go. You don't hang around. You go to the rap party and you, you, you shake. But, um, you know, everybody's human. You know, you yeah. have some fun, but All but right. make sure you 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 having fun when the, when the job is done. You know, okay. so so it won't it won't it won't cloud the vision or or have have you in some mess that you don't need to be in that's gonna stop you from being. So, so how you filter that? Like the one you know she ain't gonna get called back. You know what I mean? Like like uh, <laughs> I see her. Oh in the man, project, come on! You, know you know dogging them out like that? You can't. Come on, man! I, I I'm getting a little too old to be ripping and running the streets like that. So so no, nah, but but. But to, to actually say it, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that known. I'm not that, that, that um, out there like that. I mean, folks know me from from work. Um, I, that's not the goal though. So it's like you know, I'm, I want to be. If I want to be known, I want to be known for the work. And I'd rather somebody hit me like, hey, I'm trying to work, and whether I can t- work with them or not, you know what I'm saying? I I appreciate that that notoriety, you know. So and I can I, I can deal with that. Okay. I can deal with that because that's 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 more so. Like even you know some cats hit me be like hey I just want to have a conversation just talk and see how you you navigated what you your space what you was doing it's cool that's fine you know what I'm saying I can I, somebody gave me the game it's only right for me to pass it pass it along or even just the ear or or some advice on something so for sure. paying it for it what's that a, 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 contribution? A, 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 contribution contribution any any projects in the bay any projects in the bay I I I have an idea for a project in the bay it's 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 provocative but but it's and and i don't think it'll be it won't be frowned upon because it's our culture but i can't i can't give it up just yet because it's just in my mind you know what i'm saying i really want to do it we need it the oakland a's are leaving you know what i mean yeah (laughs) it'll be a bay area project it it has to be a bay area project so yeah what what would you say to date uh is the greatest advice you've ever uh, received someone has ever given you A lot of great advice. <laughs> Y'all asking some tough questions. Y'all want me to yeah. narrow? Well, but don't don't narrow it down. Just give one. Um, uh, maybe one that just stands out. Like I said earlier. Um, two, treat people how you want to be treated, and you got to start to be great. You know what I'm saying? Two, those two, those those stick with me. You know, they them always, like, I'm always trying to. Walk, walk in a room and give respect and give respect. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit goes a long way. You know, and, and man, I take pride in walking in a room with people of color and they knowing I got their back. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that, like, like we said, I see you, bro. We might not even say nothing, but I, I see you for sure. Like, 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 I'm not here to step on your toes. I'm not here to backdoor you. None of that. All these folks might be, but you know, it's a, it's kind of like an unwritten rule. And and somebody told me that, and I was like, okay, I'm, I, I'll take pride in doing that. Sure. 
Now I got this hypothetical question for you, right? I, I know I sent it over to you, right? <laughs> so one of my favorite movies of all times is Boys in the Hood, right? Mm -hmm. There's a scene in the movie where Doughboy and uh, uh, what's uh, uh, Trey. Uh, Trey. Played by Monster and Yeah, played, played by no, Cuba Goon Jr. and Ice Cube, right? They dipping in the low, you know, going to look for the for the for the opposition that just took out Ricky, right? Mm -hmm. There was a point in the scene where Trey asked to get let out of the car, right? He couldn't. He didn't want to go no further. At first, he was down. He was 100. percent I'm on board. Yeah. He asked to get out of the car. If it was you who wrote that script, would you have written it? for him to stay in the car and go ahead and complete the mission. First of all, I'm going to say, I'm going to just tell you the truth. This is a disrespectful question. Because <laughs> shout out R.P. or the OG John Singleton. Um, Cats don't realize that he indirectly raised a lot of people um, through through cinema. Um, me and Kenan talk about that all the time. Um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch that. That is that is perfectly written because you got to think of all the doughboys in the world and all the trades in the world. It was it was. It's a lot of people that relate to both, and it's 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 people that you can even use that as 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 some game. It's some people that get out the car, some people that stay in the car. You feel me? And, and wherever that car goes, you got you got to you got to rock with it. And when you get out no. that car, you got to deal with it. So I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't I wouldn't mess with it. That was perfect. Per powerful. Written. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, we got both of them type of people. Where I feel like I'd have been both before. You know what I'm saying? So, so I would, I wouldn't touch it. That was that was perfectly written. For sure. I don't know. It wasn't to say that it was. No, 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 no. I'm, no, saying? no. I'm just, just saying a, it was. Yeah. I'm, all I'm doing is saying it was like, like, I, I, I love the question. I think you should ask everybody something like that because. Like it's about perspective, you know, and then it's about dealing with, with what decision you make, just like shoebox. Right. Because no, because we gotta wrap it up soon. But like no, it, it it has been times to where he'll be like upset, and then he'll be like, and if I'm not in line with him, like if I'm not upset at the same situation, he'll <laughs> he be like, yo, you supposed to be my bro. You know what I'm saying? Like whether I'm right or wrong, we rolling yeah. together. We going down in flames he together, or we going bro. up to heaven together, whatever way. That's the dynamics of a relationship, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Your partner, your brother, your sister, whatever. I think I think that's just how how shit go. That it, of course you're supposed to feel like me, yeah. but somebody got to be. Uh, but but the, but you know the crazy part about it is that I be like. I, I, I mean, I'm the type of person that I shoot first, and then I shoot <laughs> right? after, right? So you're the wild card. <laughs> but then when, you know, when, when, when then, like, I, I'm over it, then he's like, say less. I'm like, bro, I already got over it, bro. Like, I already I already done the shooting. It's done. Like, I'm not, like, I'm cool. You know what I mean? And, and that's kind of the thing that I'm like, bro, when I told you about it, like, you know, because I, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm very, I, I consider myself very... Uh, emotionally intelligent, bro, yeah. and it's all about like the the your gut feeling of yeah. how you feel about yeah. things, and and sometimes it's like it's mad disrespect nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and to me, it's like I don't go out of my way to mess with people, so yeah. I don't expect that. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's like the logical person, like he's like, bro, this man, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. Um, I got some game from Chairman Fred Hampton Jr. Um, and he's just talking about the revolution or whatever you know what I'm saying everybody plays their role everybody plays their role he's like I don't expect somebody that 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 um that goes out on the soapbox and 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 and, and talks to the people every day to go out there and go riot you know what I'm saying everybody has a role and everybody should play it when you start stepping outside your role that's when you know kind of things get 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 tricky so if the, he's the logical person Y'all like water and fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, 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 and you the wild card. It's like, that's y'all role. You know what I'm saying? If y'all understand that, I think y'all can knock down some doughs. You feel me? Because it's, it's going to be times where your expertise are needed. Then it's going to be times where yours are. And then sometimes y'all got to throw a combination. So I think that's how, how you play that. Every, everybody has a role. No, and, and, and he's came through in certain times where he was like, let it go. And like I've never listened to somebody to tell me let it go because that's the last thing you want to tell yeah, somebody yeah, to let course, it go. Of course, you know what I mean. So like he said, he's like, bro, let it go. And I was like, all right, bet. 
and I let it go and it just it, it, it created a whole different mindset of how I was like looking at things and, yeah. and like that that's like I'm appreciative about that for sure but I mean hey you, you need that you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. you need that good shit <laughs> good shit but no nah, cause he be like okay okay we, I don't wanna stay on this too yeah. long but he'll be like bro we going to war mm-hmm. grab grab your knives your spears yeah. you know what I'm saying your machetes whatever yeah. you need we going and I'm like alright man where they at where they go <laughs> and then he be like nah nah it's over I made up with them man we now. I'm like you already you got me, me ready. Done. yeah I'm ready you know yeah. but uh, it's, it's definitely uh and I'll ask you this, man, but it's definitely to have like some sort of support system. And like you said, you had your foundation set from the OGs, you know what I'm saying? Giving you that guidance and everybody else. Um, how important is it in your opinion to have that team, to have that foundation, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you try, you're trying to do something that, in my opinion, it's not normal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Most people don't wake up in the morning and be like, yo, I'm about to go work on the set. Like that yeah. is not even attainable for yeah. some people, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Just yeah. because of their environment or their situations. But how important is it for you to have that structure? Um, um okay, so you what you mean by the structure? My structure or you talking your about your structure? Like, your I'm, support system. Oh man, come on. It's 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 invaluable, you know what I'm saying? Like like I wouldn't be here without it. I would I wouldn't first I, I, I give credit to me for sure for making the certain decisions, even though I'm not perfect, but you know, I'm here, you know, but the people around me, I got, I got, I got partners, I got folks that, I mean, it's just the energy of, of holding you accountable. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're doing now, so don't fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, nobody's perfect. We make mistakes, but it's always the bounce back of, of the, the intention has to be there. And if everybody has good intentions for you and you have good intentions, I think things work out. You know what I'm saying? That's when that's when it's on you to hit the gas and, and go harder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think it's super important, you know, for lack of a better word, it's super important. I need it. I got to have it. Do, do you feel like you're the chosen one? <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> I, I, I do. I do. I do feel. Because, I mean, the, the, all these blessings, right? Like, it, it, it well, comes with a, it, it all comes down to your character. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah, so yeah, far, yeah. like, you know, you're a stand-up dude. So I think that all that comes with a price, right? I, I, I won't say, I won't go as far as say I'm the chosen one. It's, it's a lot of cats that's doing way greater things or whatever. And But I think. But what are I your think, odds, I, though? I think, you know no, no, no. Mean? Yeah, but what, what I'll say this. Not the chosen one. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person with purpose. I'll say yeah. that. You okay. know what I'm saying? I know what I'm trying to do. I might not be the best at whatever it is I'm doing, but I, I, I'm getting that 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 focus is narrowing. Like, oh yeah, I, I know what I'm trying to do. It went from oh I want to do a million things to now 500, to now 200. Now once I figure out like I'm good at like three things, oh, I'm gonna run it up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think it's purpose more so than a chosen one. Lane <laughs> LeBron, the chosen yeah, one. He the yeah, chosen yeah. one. Nah, I, I, I purpose. You know, once you figure that out, because the thing is, all your energy is focused on that. Everybody knows you're focused on that. So anything they can do to help you is like, hey, like, let's say if you you collect coins, like 10 of your partners are like, hey, bro, they're having a coin convention over here. I don't know what's going on, but you might want to go check it out. But everybody, all that energy is going to start, start but, coming but towards you. But that requires information as well, right? Yeah, so yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't go and hit you up about them coins if they didn't know that you knew about coins. That's that's another thing. Like yeah. I think I think a lot of it has a lot to do, like I said, with your character, your yeah. ability to get information and turn it into something. Because like you, you know you. what I mean? Like nobody's gonna fuck with you just because like whatever. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. I could I could have I could have blew it a while ago, but mm. I even asked my pot, I was like, Hey bro, you ever feel like firing me? He's like, mm. shit, I feel like firing myself. <laughs> I was like, All right, I'm good then. <laughs> Um, are, are you still doing, and correct me if I'm wrong, are you doing like the funding, the crowdfunding for Shootbox to get it edited? Or uh, like- yeah, yeah. So we almost, we, we pretty much almost done. Um, we did a crowd of funding for, for post, which is sound editing, sound mixing, sound design, uh, editing, uh, festival submission, um, just getting, getting it out there, getting exposure, you know, you know, things cost money. Um. I spent a lot of money on it, so you know and you're still trying, doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. We so got put that. How, if people are interested in trying to help, you uh, yeah, it's an Indiegogo campaign. You go, you can go to Indiegogo.com and type in Shoebox, and you'll find it. Um, basically, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's an all black 
thing with a yellow print that says shoebox. You'll see my name on it. Uh, if anybody want to donate, I want to thank everybody that already donated. Um, it, I had, I had to kind of get out my, it, I had to become uncomfortable because I felt like it was begging, like the GoFundMe's and things like that. Cause I feel like people that needed more, like, like should, should get it. Like the people that, you know, bills, doctor bills, people that go through crazy you know accidents um but i also realized like hey you're trying to do something here you know what i'm saying it might be people out there that want to see you do it and go ahead and put yourself out there so I, hey i um i stepped out of my comfort zone to to do that campaign man and it, it was tough too it was tough it was it was tough it was tough but but I, i'm super proud that i did do it because i created a video where everybody got to see me explain it and and explain why 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 this is more than a passion project you know what i'm saying sure. if there is a thing i think it is you know so sure. that was dope i appreciate you let me plug that i, I wasn't know i wasn't even gonna do oh, it <laughs> I got you, bro. um well ladies and gentlemen we're coming to the conclusion of our show as we always do we open up the microphones the table to our guests and to our hosts uh, to leave any parting words with the listeners and the viewers this evening we'll start with gq nesto anything you would like to share Shit, man, I just want to say thank you to all our listeners or, uh, you know, just keep uh, following along. We always want to have some useful information so, you know, you could relate, you know, um, this is a marathon. So, you know, keep it going. For mm-hmm. sure. So, D-Lo, anything you would like to share? I want to thank all you guys for having me on the podcast. So. Uh, appreciate you taking the time. Um, Cause I still don't be feeling like my story is interesting, but everybody seems to like, Hey, it's dope, but it's dope to get on and, and chop it up with people, you know, that we're not in a judgment space. So it's like, it's super dope for me. Um, I can, I can leave with the listeners. Um, I know what I'm gonna say for sure. Start pressing play everybody, no matter what, what you're doing, what you got going on, press play. I know, I know it's scary. I know it's, you can be timid. I know it's obstacles. I know, I know it can be tough. I know it can be it can just be tough waking up thinking about it. Um, start pressing play regardless. You want to make movies, go shoot them on your phone. You want to make music, you, you, you go to your partner studio, do it. Start pressing play because more action creates that energy. That you know what I'm saying. People around, oh you you rapping now, oh you making movies now. Yeah, you know some people might joke about it or whatever, but it's out of, out of 100 people, one of them per one person is gonna be like, oh they gonna ask you, are you serious? And I think that you press play or took that first step is gonna show how serious you were. You know, for sure. So I, I I leave that with for sure. And I would say yeah, they pretty much wrapped it up. I don't really got nothing to say except <laughs> for all right. In order to be great, you gotta press play. You gotta yeah. make that start. You gotta make that effort. But we but we love you. We thank you. We see you guys next time. God bless. We out. Peace out. We good.